Welcome to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social, where we help you stay ahead of social media trends, share the latest news, and highlight the strategies that are working to help you grow your business. Now let's join our hosts, Tristan and Jeff, in three, two, one. Are you struggling to set yourself apart in the real estate sea of sameness? Do you struggle to decide where to market, how to market, or what to put into your marketing to help you stand out? It's probably because your brand isn't dialed in. A great brand involves a lot more than a photo, a logo, and a tagline, friends. That's because people don't do business with a logo. They do business with a person. Our friends at Brandface can help you define, develop, and display your personal brand so you can stand out, outmarket, and outsell your competition. It is time to unveil your inner star. Head to powerbrandtraining.com and check out their free training video. Again, powerbrandtraining.com. That's all one word powerbrandtraining.com. Check out their free training video. It will be worth your time. Social Genius listeners, we have started a new series that we hope you love called Daily Shots. These are bite-sized nuggets of things like social media news or strategies or just things that really excite Tristan and I. And we're now taking those Daily Shots and combining them to create podcast episodes. Our goal is to keep you updated and informed on the latest news so that you can stay ahead of the content creation curve and remain top of mind to all of your followers. Let us know what you think. First episode here, it's called Taking Shots with Drunk on Social. I've got Jeff. What's up, buddy? Hi, buddy. Glad to be here. This is going to be fun. It, it should be, right? And we're using Ecamm Live to go in different channels. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. Anywhere else, just follow us. We've got one topic for you. That's the idea of this quick shots. It's in the middle of the day. Are people drinking in the middle of the day, Jeff? Uh, it's five o'clock somewhere, Tristan. <laughs> I love it. Well, let's talk about one thing, and that's reels. I've got a great article that Jeff and I were reading this morning, and let's just go right to it. Uh, Jeff, it might pop up on your YouTube there, so if you want to read it along there, it says new report show a new report shows that reels are generating the most reach on Instagram. It's got a little great graph there. Jeff, what, what stood out for you on, on the graph? That was the most important piece to me. It really showcases things. It's Yeah, it's interesting. But what's most important is the reach. That's what you should really be noticing here. Because remember, this just changed recently. Adam Masseri came out and said, you know, Instagram's app is going to be going more video. And the Kardashians came out and bitched about it and said, make Instagram Instagram again. But what is important to note here is that you might look at this and say, well, look at this by distribution, Tristan, it's it's 42 percent for images and for comments distribution. It's more for images. That's right now. This is going to gradually change. And I think what exemplifies that is the estimated reach distribution is telling us your reels are going to get more reach, which means in a short amount of time, reels are going to take over by. Uh, all of those categories, every, every, everything I see on that chart, the red will be the biggest, the biggest uh, number, which could be a danger too. I mean, tomorrow we're going to talk about another app 
And this is what I wanted to share too, the middle one, because in this research, I had 77 million Instagram posts that were surveyed or analyzed. The main piece is exactly what Jeff said. It said, look at the estimated reach bar. Reels, despite being the third most popular post option, are seeing the most reach on the platform by a notable margin. So that's important to pay attention to. And then we'll post up this link at the top. But why is this important, Jeff? Here, here's back to the little graph. To us as a business, why are we, why should we be concerned about this? Well, I mean, from, from my perspective, if you are on social media to grow your business and grow your brand, the whole name of the game is eyeballs, right? It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's the more people that see it, the more opportunity you're going to have to gain followers, the more opportunity you're going to gain to get engagement, which means the more opportunity you're going to have to make connections. And that's why you're doing this. And so, in other words, if you say, screw video, I'm not doing it, eventually you're going to go extinct on social media, especially Instagram. Obviously, you never were on TikTok. Mm -hmm. uh, the same applies to Facebook. And so we say this all the time, lean into what the platforms are telling us to push. And they're telling us to push reels. And I just told Tristan this morning, I looked at my analytics recently on Instagram and I surprised myself. I've posted 50 reels in the last 30 days. And just- dude on on accident kind of but but i knew it like i knew i needed to lean into reels and so should you the audience you sh all should be leaning into reels and I, really that's like my focal strategy now i'm like screw static posts screw images i'm just going all in on reels and here's our challenge to you we would like you to post one reel a day have that be your actual feed post you don't need to post a picture just shoot the little video 60 second 90 seconds now or less then share that onto your feed and then do what Jeff does. Grab that and post it onto the stories. Why? Because stories are still getting millions and mil billions of views a day. Mm -hmm. So uh, that, that's really important, man. Anything you have to add there for the tactics before we wrap up? I think the last thing you will say is, as you remember, when, as a general strategy, as you're creating this short form content, not only is it going to make you better, it's going to make you a better marketer because it's going to it's going to take you is you're going to be taking topics, condensing them into bite sized pieces, AKA less than 90 seconds, roughly. And now you've got your content to post other places. So although we're focusing on Instagram today, uh, this is going to make you better and going to get you more reach on all of the platforms. And so, you know, lean into it. Reels should be your number one, arguably, maybe your only strategy on Instagram uh, right now. Uh, get, right. Get, get comfortable. We got two questions. A Facebook, a feedback on short versus long reels. What do you think? Short versus long. Well, technically, and we discussed this this morning on another call, technically, although all videos are reels on Instagram now, they're kind of not. In other words... I did a video in the last two weeks that was a minute and 54 seconds. Let's just call it two minutes. And when I went to post it as a reel, as a reel, like I chose reel in the dropdown, it cut the video to, to 90 seconds. And I was like, no, can't happen. Like you need the entire minute 54. So I went to just post it as a feed post. And so even though it, that video is going to show up as a reel on the reels tab and in the reels section, it's still considered long form by the letter of the law. Now, the good news about this is it's still a reel. You just can't post it as a reel, otherwise it'll get cut. But 
I was able to connect that to Facebook and I could double double it over to Facebook, which you cannot do with a technical reel. It's so goofy. Hope you're following along here. But does that answer that question? I think it does. And then the last question, I see that the seven seconds do better, yet they don't have the content. Content is great, yeah. yet it doesn't um, for views. Feedback after 50 reels in 30 days. I mean, Jeff and I, that's actually very little. We've done 100 in 30 yeah. days. And well, what's it, the lesson? The, the, well, here's what I would say to that. First of all, you're right. If you do five, seven to 15 second videos, here's why it's going to perform better. Because the algorithm and the platforms are paying attention to watch time and their watch time percentage. So even though your one minute video might be power packed with a bunch of powerful content, there's a lot of ADDs in the world that will only give you five seconds. But if that same ADD or gave your 15 second video or your seven second video five seconds, you get rewarded by the platform because they watched 80%, 90% versus 5%. So here's what my suggestion. If you're, if you're after virality and you want the views, then go shorter. But if you are, you are committed to a process, if you're committed to a plan and you have your niche content, go for it, do it. And it doesn't matter if it's 90 seconds. It doesn't matter if it's 45 seconds. Just, just be consistent and give it to the world and you'll be rewarded over time. But here's the best strategy. Do both. Yeah, that is the key. And once you do them, don't just post them and forget about them or just look at the likes. Do me a favor. Go to the insights because this is what we do. After we did this world with 100 or 50 videos, you go to the insights, you take a look at how many times it was shared and how many times it was saved. And then you start realizing, got it, I understand what my audience wants more of, I'll do more of that. It requires research, you just can't post a whole bunch of stuff and keep doing the exact same thing over and over, right? Yeah. So. Uh, that's all we've got. Can I, can I offer one more thing too, to that question but, too, by the way, I will tell you that I did learn the, the thing I learned the most from the 50 videos, which I've done that before is that my wife and I have one where we used a trending sound. It's still running. It's at 180,000 views, uh, tons of comments, tons of shares. And it told me, and I tell my wife this all the time that tells me I'm getting a ton of married couples that love that video. We have to continue to give them our married life. Loves the content on that video because the yeah. content's fucking hilarious. It so is very funny. Yeah. That's that's the key right there, dude. And, and using trending videos, sounds, and all of that. So awesome. look, tune in almost every day. We're going to do these for about 10 minutes. We're going to pick one topic on social daily. We're going to call it your daily shots with Drunk on Social. Jeff Fitzer, Tristan Omada. Uh, you know, Jeff will be at the Ozarks tomorrow. We'll see what happens. We'll see how that goes. Thanks, everybody. Daily Shots. I've got my friend and co-host and partner in practically everything we're doing now. Jeff, what's up, buddy? Can you hear me? Oh, hold on, buddy. I can't, I can't hear your audio for some reason. Hold on. Uh, let me switch your audio. Guest, you know what? It's showing that your audio is off on my screen for some reason. What's going on here? What the hell? I can see you, but there I am. There you are. There I am. Now I can hear. Yeah. You. It it showed. It said I was in the uh, green room. I was in the backstage. I was just hanging out, having a cocktail, and uh, here oh, I am. Oh, that what it's like. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it, man. Well, look, we're going to be talking about one thing every day: social media today. 
we've got this thing called be real. Is it real? Is it the real deal? What the hell is it? Tell me what what should I expect? And you know this. You know, we here's what I will I will preface this by saying this. We have always said that you sh the the predictors of where social's going, where technology going is 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 the youth of America. And once again, actually, this time I was on this app before my kids were. Now, my, and by kids, I mean I've got an 18 year old, I got a 22 year old. They are living in this app, and this app uh, is supposed to. It's designed to take away the the facade that is social media okay. right the uh, all of all of the uh, filters and all of the things that make you know especially young females feel inadequate and uh, because the design is you get one opportunity a day to post you've got a two minute window so you can't script it you can't plan it out now there is a kink in the armor that we've learned about but that's the general idea you can only post once a day it's got a dual side camera so you're basically saying, I'm going to show the world what I'm doing. It's going to take a picture of you and show the other side. And it's gaining in massive popularity. Now, now, Tristan, do we think this is going to have any relevance in our world? I don't know. I don't know, man. It's hard to tell. But look, that's why I'm doing this with you, because we found this article, which I'm going to share with you really quick. Uh, it's called Be Real Rises to 10 Million Daily Active Users. And... There's two sections of the article that I want to share. One is, it says specifically, the app is being touted as an anti-Instagram. And to me, that's important because it says, with the focus on real, unedited, everyday life, as opposed to airbrush, polished, IG lifestyle scenes. No filters, no followers, just friends sharing with each other. What do you think of that aspect of it? I, I like that approach. It's it's powerful. It's powerful. I think it could take over as the number one social network in the world. I think it, I think it's what Facebook was in the beginning, and I think that's powerful. Do I think that it's going to have a use in the business world in the influencer world? <coughs> I'm not sure yet, uh, because here, here's the caveat. Like like it says, you have one time to post a day. That's true, yeah. and you only have two minutes. However. Every day I get my alert for it be real. I don't have two minutes to jump into the app. The two minute clock doesn't start until I jump into the app. So essentially I could jump into the app five, six, eight hours later and then be ready and, you know, be filterized, if you will, be yeah. edited, if you will, and then take my picture. Now, you, you know, there's only so much you can do. It's just a picture. Mm -hmm. It's not video, uh, which I think is uh, appealing to many. Um, but you know, so so what you can do with it, I don't know. But I mean, look at this article speaks volumes. It's taking off. It's yeah. it's jostling in position with TikTok. So how can you how can you discount it? I think you got to be paying attention to it. Here's why uh, I, I love this article because it it makes a lot of sense as to why it's gaining momentum. This one sentence right here. It says, you can see then why Be Real is gaining traction with these immediate everyday images providing a more relatable representation of real life, which can actually help to build community and connection as opposed to followings online. That to me, that was the main reason right there because a lot of people are are tired of this whole pretentious world that, that people experience pretend to live on social yeah. media it's it's tough yeah. it's it's ups and downs and that's what people want to see like show me where you're at show me what you're doing right well, well you, you know what this you know what this says to me 
it says to me that that you know and, and I'm, I'm gonna pick on females here because obviously you tend I, th I think that that demographic tends to use filters a lot more than males do uh generally speaking <clears throat> and but it tells me that that like people are tired of it right and they want real and so i think this is a call to just where society is right now and where it's heading uh, maybe it's temporary but you know like there's a picture in this article that shows a picture of kylie jenner who they show her instagram photo yeah. next to her real photo and clearly they don't they don't look anything alike right i mean it's like oh geez oh she's not as hot um, but, but that's, but that's the reality. But, but my point is this, as this relates to all of your other social strategies, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, like be real. Like that's what this app is now telling us. Stop living and showing, showcasing your life as a highlight reel and start showing reality. You'll actually connect with more people because the 10 million people are proving this is what they want. And it only takes a little bit of your day, right? It's not saying here it's going to encompass so much. That's so true. Here, here's the key part that made me really think deeper about be real. Check this out. Ready? I'm going to read this to you. It says, "When Chipotle joined Be Real in April, I think isn't that when we joined, Jeff? April, April. Yeah, April? about that. Yeah, I wonder if it shows. I'm going to go look." Yeah. It says, one of the first major brands to do so, it shared reusable promo codes in its post for a week. The first 100 people to use a promo would receive a free entree. Those codes were regularly redeemed in less than a minute. And says that, of course, could be novelty value, but it's an interesting use of the format to entice engagement, which could point to possible marketing approaches via creative use cases. I think... We're open here to very creative ways to use Be Real. Jeff, you might be posting up a Be Real right now, were you? I, I exactly was. I knew you were, dude. Damn it, Jeff. All right. Well, look, if you're going to do it, download it. It's the most downloaded app on the iPhone um, for Apple. Number one, it beats TikTok. Be Real's been number one for a few weeks now. And it's the first app to consistently dethrone TikTok just over the last two years because TikTok's been on a tear. So that's important. Take a look. Don't don't take this lightly. Use it. See if it fits you, Jeff. Anything you want to add to that, bud? Yeah. Well, you know, the whole point is this is why we're doing this to keep you guys uh, abreast of what's happening in the world. I still say TikTok is where you need to be spending your time. Video is the key. Short form video is the key. Dial that in. Uh, and if you have that dialed in, it doesn't matter what app comes you'll be you'll be equipped to master it i agree man i agree well we'll see you tomorrow what are we talking about tomorrow i don't know we'll me figure either it out then. i see you I am, on currently. i see you on there you are i can hear you okay what are you drinking agua you know so i, I got to interview jocko's team jocko willink and they said oh we got this new flavor and we were talking about all the Jocko products and they just sent me a box of all of this stuff. And I was like, that was cool. That what is was it? cool. What kind uh, of drink is it? This one's a, uh, it's called real energy, zero crash pink lemonade. Huh. So the head of their, the head of their uh, department for creating all of the health stuff, he tries to make sure that it's all as healthy as possible. Cause Jocko hates putting crap in his body. So hmm. I've been testing it out. I'm like, okay. Yeah. All right. Now that we're live into the groups, into YouTube, if you're following on YouTube, subscribe. We're going to be talking about 
YouTube and podcasts. And for some people are like, are podcasts even relevant? Are they alive anymore? Jeff, where do we start with this, man? Well, the answer is yes. The question is, how are you going to use them? And as I'm, you know, as I've looked through this article and I was looking through the YouTube podcast page, I think the question is, how will it be relevant to the masses? All right. I like that. I like that. Let's start there. I'm going to, I'm going to share a screen really quick. Let me tell me, let me see when you can see my screen. There it is. This is an article by Social Media Today. It's called YouTube's New Podcast Platform. And I'm going to scroll towards the middle of it because it really outlines the importance of why it's important. I'm going to read it to you. Jeff, you tell me what you think, okay? Mm -hmm. it says, the podcast destination page on YouTube helps users explore new and popular podcast episode shows and creators as well as recommended podcast content. It's currently available in the U.S. only, and we'll show you how it looks. Uh, we've got, we have access to it. Uh, and this is what they say. So it's very limited at present, but it's the next step in YouTube's podcast plans, which eventually provide another consideration for building your YouTube and podcast audience. Here's what I think happened, and you tell me if I'm right if I'm wrong or you don't give a damn when they lost, <clears throat> when they lost, um, Joe Rogan, uh, it, it hit them because a lot of people were like me, were going on and watching it on YouTube. And now I watch it on Spotify, I still watch it on Spotify and I listen to it on Spotify too. And so they don't want that to, to happen. They want it to, they want people to go and listen and watch and experience the whole process, whether it's visual or audio on YouTube. There's no reason that anyone should have to leave YouTube. And they're just making their case here and saying, hey, why, why would anyone want to leave? And I agree, man. It's such, such a powerful thing. They should have done this years ago. What do you think? Yeah, so you're saying it's not just about the traditional YouTube videos. It's now <coughs> shorts, and now we're going to add podcasts. But I guess my question would be, you know, you're a bigger YouTuber than I am. What's the difference? Mm -hmm. so why is this different than, let's just say, the Lab Code Agents podcast that we already post to YouTube? Now, what's the difference between going to the channel versus the podcast piece of YouTube, whatever that you want to call it? What's the difference? Well, they're going to, here, here's what it looks like on YouTube. Go to youtube.com forward slash podcast. They're going to have a section specifically for podcasts so people can just listen in and have it all curated in one place. You no longer have to go through and wonder, hey, wait a second, is this in podcast already? They're taking that question out and saying, look, it doesn't matter if it is, you're going to find it here. And what they were finding, what YouTube was finding, I think, is that people... People like me were gravitating to outside of YouTube to listen to podcasts. And they're saying, you, you don't need to. Even if you're just listening audio-wise, you don't need to leave. Like, dude, where do you go to and listen to a podcast? Where do you go to? Uh, I go to the, the uh, Apple iTunes. Me too. Either that yeah. or Spotify. Those are the two places I go. Yeah. Yeah. YouTube wants you to scratch that and say, hey, you know what? Just come to YouTube. Yeah. That's what they want to do. 
one-stop shop. Yeah. Uh, let's, while we're on the topic, I mean, you know, as you look through this, it's a lot of, you know, it's, it's Logan Paul. It's, it's, it's the big, it's a lot of big names. And, and um, so I, I think for a lot of people listening, they might be thinking to themselves, well, this isn't relevant to me because I'll never be that. Like, so how am I going to become relevant? Why is this relevant? How can this be relevant to my business? How can I make podcasts? Like I get it why I shoot video and, and I get on TikTok and Instagram. I get that. But why does this matter to my business? Or how can I make it matter to my business? Yeah, I think it, it all comes down to niche content again, whether you do audio only or video. In this case, YouTube saying, hey, why don't you just do both? And we'll take care of showing it to people because Google owns us. So now on top of on top of already showing your beautiful face, now you make a podcast on YouTube and you have a description, you make a blog out of it. There's a lot of things you can do when it comes down to this. And you know who else was paying attention? Go on. Twitter. Twitter. Here we go. Twitter rolls out podcasts in the spaces tabs, expanding its audio content focus. Dude, while everybody's paying attention to video, all of a sudden people are like saying, hey, hey, don't forget about podcasts because there's a lot of people listening to content because they can't watch it. And a lot of people are back to work, right? So they have breaks where they have to be able to listen. A lot of people are driving to work. A lot of people are mobile. And they yeah. can't they can't always be watching. So that's your opportunity to niche down and create content that people can listen to. It's it's just another representation that the platforms are trying to get their users to stay there for more stuff. It, yeah, look know. at this. Uh, the idea here, it says this article, the idea here being that the expanded selection will improve spaces discovery. That's Twitter, Twitter spaces. Mm -hmm which has been a key problem for the platform because while giving everyone the opportunity to conduct their own audio broadcasts in the app, it's an added benefit. The downside is that a lot of those streams will end up being low quality. So they're concerned as well. Same idea, right? Let's keep everybody here at one place. How do we get a link for which copy? If you're looking for this specifically, this link, We'll post it inside of the group in a little bit. If you're watching on YouTube, we'll dump it into the description. But if you want to take a look at what YouTube is doing, just type in youtube.com forward slash podcast and you'll find you'll find it right there. The reason that Jeff and I are, are, are really telling you this is so that you don't think that podcasts are dead. Companies like YouTube, which is the number one social media outlet in the world, are doubling down on podcasts that means that if you haven't started one or if you're thinking of doing one if you're doing one and you're like thinking am i doing enough you're not doing enough go jump on a podcast do more add video splice it up add it to the youtube podcast channel and go deeper that's yeah. the reason yeah well the, and you know like we always say if, if, an, if an app is adding some new feature use the feature uh, that's, that's the moral of the story. And, and if anybody wants an idea, you know, if you're not sure what to create a podcast about, because no one's going to be Joe Rogan or Logan Paul, uh, use a podcast as an, as a way to, uh, have conversations with high level people that you want to have conversations with, that you want to learn from that, uh, could be potential, uh, clients down the road in your market. Use a podcast, uh, to selfishly, and then, and then the byproduct of it is you're putting out content because you're, you're having a conversation with somebody about a local business or about a strategy or about something. 
And um, there's a lot of ways to do this. And a lot of times podcasts, podcasting, you're not probably going to go viral and, and, and monetize that way, but you're going to be creating relationships with people. Because when you ask somebody, hey, can I get it? Can I get 60 minutes of your time to pick your brain? The answer is nine times out of 10, probably 10 times out of 10, no. But if you go to somebody and say, hey, would you like to be a guest on my podcast? What you're really saying is, can I get 60 minutes of your time to pick your brain? And you just twist it into a podcast format and bam, all of a sudden you're having conversations with high level people that you were never having conversations with before. Agreed, man. Agreed. All right. That's all I got. Anything else? Cool. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow, everybody. Thanks for listening to Social Genius, brought to you by Drunk on Social. We are here to help you take your business to new levels through social media. Make sure to subscribe to get updates on new episodes and come join us on our Drunk on Social Facebook page. And as always, make sure you leave us a great review on your favorite podcast app. Feedback and likes are very much appreciated. 